last time on Dice Funk. Ah, uh, I have a thing called beguiling defenses. So I'm immune to being I have immunity to being charmed. Uh attack Solomon while he's not expecting it. Your claw on top of his head and you crush him. Oh. Like someone rolling up a tube of toothpaste, you smash him and his guts explode out of his eyes and mouth and his head pops off. Aimed at Kraken Bane's face, Ed is gonna pull the mask off. Do you know why I quit wrestling? You're not her. Uh, since then, Solomon Luna has been using Katarina's memories, most specifically her fighting experience, expertise, uh, to improve <laughs> the bodies he has. <laughs> If the transfer would have been perfect, we could sell everyone a brand new body. No, oh no, no, yeah, no, I'll kill this. these people. De- de- <laughs> this is literal evil incarnate shit going on. A lizard. It's the lizard that looks like it's crying blood. Is it the god? That's always full of tubes to keep it alive? You are in the presence of Saint Luna, heir of Semuanya. Conduit of power and the last living God. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job, had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the go to. No goose, only way I begin the G-York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling I was trying to attract a whale. Okay. Oh, the rare boner whale. <laughs> <laughs> the humpback whale. That a relative of the sperm whale. Mm-hmm. Oh, we both made good whale jokes. I said humpback. <laughs> Back. Ha. I hate this. All right. So previously on this adventure, you all had been escorted to a mega church in Old Valentine where you had found the last living God, uh, who you may refer to as one of many of his titles. You can just call him Luna. We can call him Saint Luna, which is what people who don't know he's actually a God call him. Uh, we can just call him the big horny toe. Can I call him big? Can I call him horny boy? <laughs> can we just? <laughs> I don't think so. The big horn. Hey, no. hey, hey! You show respect to the BHT, okay? Um. So you guys, at this point, you are surrounded by just. Uh, I would. I'm just gonna ballpark it here. A hundred Kraken Banes who just keep coming from every possible direction. They all have harpoons. They're like filling the pews. Um, as you guys are being brought up to the stage, not onto it, but in front of it below, uh, so that Luna can look down on you. This uh, giant lizard, um, which is in some sort of medical disarray, has tubes in it, blood tubes, air tubes. It seems to just have like open wounds and sores. It's dying uh, because it is mortal now. Are there those uh, hymnal books so that when everyone starts singing, we can sing along? <laughs> um, you will find there are no texts of any kind because this religion is not a, an old world religion with like rules and stuff. Um, you'll have to ask him to know more. But no, you notice there are no symbols of Semuanya in here. Are the uh, the Kraken Banes at all distressed by the squashed, squished toothpaste Solomon? Oh yeah, Solomon Luna's dead body is in here. No, they do not react to it at all. Um, in fact... Um, you kind of get the sense that the guy you talked to 
is just like a puppet that St. Luna has been using, mm-hmm. the public face. Uh, Lenora, he reached into your mind last episode, so you know that he that that's like his thing, uh, is kind of using all of his flesh puppets to do his flesh business. Uh, at, as you might imagine, like a CEO and his employees, that kind of relationship. Yeah. So that's that's happening. You guys get brought up to the stage. You can just ask him the questions if you want to now, because uh, he's squinting, can barely see you. His old eyes, uh, not what they used to be, mm. uh, looks at you and says, conduits. How'd you like a peek into my brain, big guy? <laughs> nice try. But I'm, so, I'm, I'm, t- I'm so tempted to have Barnes just say back, senile. <laughs> How was the reward? For eating of my flesh and drinking of my blood. What? I ain't ate no flesh. Three times. Oh boy, is that where it came from? That's what Equinox is, y'all. Oh, it's old lizard blood. Sure is. If you'll recall, when you guys went to Lion Hill and you connected to the Einsoft, you had a weird feeling, Lenora, that it was much like taking Equinox. And that's why, because you were feeling, when you take the drug, the power of a god. Can we just, like, all take a bite out of this lizard and all be Nox raged? Yeah, let's just munch on. Come on. <laughs> that might be an option coming up, yeah. Chomp, chomp. Um, so what do you say to the revelation that you've been eating this guy all season? Ugh, Gross. I mean, how do you think he feels? He was totally expecting to use that to just take over your body and kill all your friends with you. But then you had to go and take a fucking fae thing. Ha 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 ha. Sucks to sucks, doesn't it, old man? <laughs> it was a whole, like, encounter I had planned where the whole team has to fight Lenora, but I guess not. Suck it. I'm gonna do a crotch chop. <laughs> That's very disrespectful in the presence of a god. God schwad. <laughs> so, if survival is your whole thing like why did you not go for conduit of survival that seems like a like a easy win if surviving is your whole thing survival was my father's gift (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry survival was my father i know um (laughs) ah so that that explains it you didn't die when the initial passive gods died but your father did with his last breath my father willed me into this world. My first act on this earth was to chew through his body and emerge screaming into the light. Are we sure this isn't an elaborate shoot for like a metal video? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was what was being portrayed in the painting, The Orphans of Semuanya, was all the lizard folks around the body of Semuanya right before that happened. Uh, the last god to die used his power of survival to birth a son. Um, and he tells you, you do not choose your gift. I'm pretty sure I picked mine. <laughs> Laura picked Frank's gifts. Frank did not. As we've seen with Alex touching the Sephiroth, uh, it's just something that happens to you. So, in, like in this universe, um, like Thor did not choose to be the god of thunder. It was just something that happened to him. Um, you may think you have chosen it, and I let you do this because we're play- players playing a game. But in this world, conduits are just a thing. You touch a Sephiroth, you get a power. You don't, you don't really fill out a form because it's just the 
whatever force in the universe you have the strongest connection to. In fact, Luna says, do you know what the difference is between a conduit and a god? I don't know, but please stop talking like that. Gods have worse breath? The gods are dead? <laughs> We're just gonna talk on him! <laughs> I, I, like, 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 again, this, this, the, this, this god is talking to an ideal form at the same time, so it's just like... That's true, yeah. In fact, Martis will answer the question with a question. What's the difference between a god and a form? Gods are forms perfect vessels. The difference between a god and a conduit is prayer. The people pray to me to grant them power. No one prays to you. Whomst among us is praying to you, crusty boy? You pray to me when you kill to protect yourself. You pray to me when you steal to live. You pray to me when you cheat and you lie. You pray to me with every breath. If you're so perfect, why why you gotta be full of tubes? <laughs> <laughs> I am mortal, like all gods now, but not for long. Hey, I worked very hard to kill all those gods. <laughs> um, <sighs> I hate him. You do? He just seems pretty cool. <laughs> He's a little bitch. So what is your plan to cheat mortality. I was there when the gods died. And I'm interested in seeing what your plans are to circumvent all of that. I'm just thinking out loud here for a second. Mm-hmm. If this thing is legitimately powered by prayer, and even if it's not, even if it's the tubes that are keeping it alive... Just spitballing here, if I sent this thing to a harmless demiplane, it wouldn't be in the same place as either the prayers or the tubes. That's just a thought I'm having at this moment. I do like this thought. I could maybe get this thing away from its prayers and its tubes. (laughs) Mostly its tubes. (laughs) I'm I'm mostly thinking the tubes. No, my tubes! (laughs) I need my tubes! (laughs) (laughs) We all love the word tube so much. Tube, tube, tube. Um, But yeah, so Luna says to you all, um, your work glorifies me. Do you know what power is? Your mom. A mathematical function that expresses relationships between orders of magnitude? I forgot. (laughs) I didn't pay attention during math class. I was just going to be like, do you know what power is? And you guys were all going to be like, uh, being strong. And then he was actually going to give you the actual mathematical scientific answer, which you kind of skipped to. But uh, I, well, there I go being facetious and being. I know. Uh, so you say that you crack wise to him and he says, power is work over time. Oh, dear. I remember this class. <laughs> yeah, that is the physical equation for power. And he is the conduit of power. Uh, and he's, you know, gods are just conduits who are prayed to. That is, in this universe, like something he's revealing to you. That the only difference between gods and you guys are the fact that people don't pray to you. <laughs> and that's literally the only difference. Oh. Well, what's the difference between cheering for someone and praying for them um, when these are the people who are protecting you? We're protecting the people and they're yeah. looking to us for protection. What's the real difference between that and prayer? I believe the difference is that as he's saying, people don't invoke our name or think of us when they do things on their own. They should. I should. 
merely looking to merely merely looking at us as at us for protection is not also, enough. Also, don't give him the answer. I was hoping he wouldn't have an answer. He kind of kind of ruined <laughs> it for me. So he's the conduit of power, which makes him very powerful. Obviously, duh. But power is a real thing in physics, and the equation for power is work over time. So what he's saying is, when people work, when they labor in a place like Valentine, they are they are worshiping him. They are keeping him alive by working for him, and it gives him this power, which is why he he uses his meat puppets, three D printed meat puppets, to run a corporation. Listen, I don't play D anD D to be subjected to fucking physics and math. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game about math you herb <laughs> you can't just call me a herb considering we do as little work as possible and we stretch it out over as much time as possible does that mean we're doing we're producing little power so we're not really helping him no that's the thing he's saying he's saying everything you've done has powered him up that is why solomon lets you guys go around uh. un- unperturbed for so long eventually you were kind of a threat to him and he started trying to impede you with Krakenbane. but actually you've been worshipping him every time you try to increase your power in Valentine congratulations we played ourselves how does this translate to you gaining immortality if everything that we do and everything everyone does practically gives you power Solomon was approached by someone about to perform a most interesting experiment. Ah, little fuck. An experiment you all passed on, and he was only too happy to allow me to take your role. Aaron's a scrub. I decided. Yeah, so you guys didn't want to be in Aaron's experiment, so he went to Luna, and Luna thinks his experiment is going to help him be immortal. Thanks, Reese. Uh, And Luna also says, I will give you this choice. Die peacefully and your families will be left alone as your bodies and memories are repurposed to serve me. Or die messy and I will take your lineage with it. Third option, we kill your fucking ass. Send him to the tube free zone. Okay, I'm going to try sending him to the tube-free zone. Um, I'm going to attempt to cast Banishment on him. <laughs> All right, so Frank, a god... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ...just tried to give you an ultimatum, and you said, uh, if I can quote you, how about I kill your ass? <laughs> um, how do I roll? What's the roll, dog? Charisma saving throw. <laughs> He doesn't seem very charismatic. I forget. This is going to be a fucking infinity number, isn't it? 17. Uh, that matches my number. He saves. Oh, fuck. No. Okay, can I, can I, back, can I just like straight afterwards second banishment? <laughs> um, so there's a six second delay. Okay. Let me say something. What's the card? Uh, I used banishment. Oh, it was uh, G- GTFO. GTFO. Yeah. All right, so threatened by a god, the god of power, no less, you raise up that card that says, get the fuck out. (laughs) It flashes with magic, and you see him, he braces against, like, the wave of magic that washes over him, but he does not falter. Tubes flowing in the, you know, the wake of the magic. Um, Blood starts, like, leaking out of his mouth and nose and eye. Uh, This dude is dying. 
capital D. Um, and all the Kraken Banes, remember there's a hundred of them in this room, turn harpoons ahead at <sighs> you guys. You are surrounded by a hundred people with harpoons. I want to turn and I am going to charge straight into the Kraken Banes. Mm-hmm. I, in the moment, I'm going to kind of like shout out to everyone, like focus on killing him. Mm-hmm. And while Reese is running, she's drawing things all across herself. Oh my goodness gracious, Gordon, goodness. All right, let's roll initiative. Let's just, we, I, you guys are just fighting this god. Yeah, we gotta fight god. I'd love to fight a god. Casually on a Tuesday night. All right, 23. Anything's possible on Tuesday. Um, can I Nox Rage? Um, yes. Get advantage. <laughs> what, what is your initiative, you goof? Eight initiative. <laughs> I got a 10 with advantage. All of us rolled eight. Oh. I thought we all rolled eight. I was going to be really happy. I did roll eight, but then I used advantage. 16. He has no bonus, little fuck. He has no bonus because he can't move. Move. He can't move. But he still wins. He's a, he's a big old, he's a big old stationary bro. Kick his tubes. He's he's a tower. Um, I was confused because I saw he had zero dexterity. I was like, he's a god. How could he have zero dexterity? And then I remembered he can't stand. <laughs> he's too big. All right. So, Reese, you're over here with the Kraken Banes. Everyone else, I'll put you up here. Ed, bad guys, Lenora, Frank, Reese. I apologize against my turn, Austin, because it's going to be a fuck ton of nonsense. I love nonsense, dude. All right. So we're fighting a god. Uh, first up, Ed, you see Reese run off into the crowd of Kraken Banes as a hundred harpoons bear down on her. What do you do? Ed is going to cast uh, Hail of Thorns on himself as a bonus action. He's going to cast it as a, as a third level spell. He's going to shoot into the crowd with Echelorondo, um at just one of the Kraken Banes. Mm-hmm. I have advantage on this attack roll, so I'm just attacking one of the Kraken Banes like in the crowd itself. Not not adjacent to Reese. They are a collective unit called the Swarm of Kraken yeah. Banes. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the first attack um is twenty. Hit. Alright, so that's going to do um I'll invoke sneak attack on that one there. So they'll take they'll take three D six um plus uh six damage initially. Wow, only roll 10, and then um, you need to roll a dex saving throw for them as the bullet explodes into, like, thorns in, like, a, like in a, in a five-foot radius sphere in that crowd. Uh, seven, they fail. Oh, they fail. So they take the full brunt of 3d10 damage. That's 15. So one target takes 10, uh, 25 damage. The rest takes 15. Um, at the same time, uh, Mardis lines up with uh coda and take a shot at the god 30 yep 30 hits all right uh, that will do 2d6 plus six damage 14 damage to him uh this might be a good time just to say um so solomon luna the character who was to toothpasted last episode mm -hmm. was not a clone but uh luna the god does not care about him especially he's just one of a long line of regular lizard folks he was using as a meat puppet yeah um, so there is no more character Solomon Luna except for the Kraken Banes. Yeah. So you, you guys did kill him. It just turns out he, was, he wasn't really that important. He was just the voice. Yep. He was just the body that the god Luna spoke through. All right. So that's, that is, that is Ed's turn. He basically like there, he's doing like a 
It's like almost like a split buddy cop shootout. One of them is going after the crowd. The other one's going after the god. I love it. So Luna is going to spray a jet of his own blood out of his eye. Like a fire hose, like a riot hose at the party, except for Reese. Mm -hmm. So everybody make dexterity saving throws. Oof. Oh, well, I crit. I I rolled a 13 on mine. 13 fails. Uh, Nine? Is that higher than 13? (laughs) No. So uh, uh, Lenora succeeds. Everyone else fails. And you are going to take uh, damage as this wave of blood. Like it's coming out like enough to knock a person off their feet because he's so big. What what type of what type of damage is this going to be? Uh, force. It's literally just the force of the blood splurting out. <sighs> I was hoping absorb elements could apply, but okay. Yeah, what element would that be? Blood element. <laughs> the element of wet. Yeah, I was I was hoping acid is what it was. Forty four mm. damage. Mm. Oh wow! Ha ha ha! How's Frank? He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> He's a squishy boy, but he's alive. On retrospect, the healer going into the swarm may not have been the best idea. <laughs> Frank, just about heal. I'm sure it'll work itself out. This cannon shot of blood slams into the main party, just absolutely decimating them for a ton of damage. I thought Frank might have died in one shot. That's how bad it is. This guy is he not messing around. one HP. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. All right. The, the Kraken Banes for their turn are 100 people with harpoons stab Reese. It doesn't hurt them. They know that for next turn. But right now they don't. And they all in a frenzy just start stabbing her. I Do think- they accidentally stab each other? Uh, no, because they have Katarina's discipline. Um, and it actually, Katarina, if Katarina was smarter, I would have Katarina's memories or mind Solomon's memories so that they wouldn't waste this turn. But it's a canonical fact about Katarina is that she's not that smart. So, mm-hmm. so that's not what happens. So they waste their turn stabbing Reese. Um, and it is now Lenora's turn. Lenora, you just got blasted with blood, homie. I was talking about blighting him. That's 98 damage. But I don't know how strong his constitution is. My other plan was to use my conduit power to pull out all his tubes. Ooh. It seems extremely rude. I think I want to try to pull out all his tubes. Go team tube removal. So I have advantage as a strength contest against charisma, correct? Um. So actually, it's just going to be a stat because he's not defending. He doesn't have like tube muscles. So th- I'm just going to give you a DC of 10. You have to beat to just yank them out. Uh, oh, good thing I have advantage, huh? Yeah. 21, I would have gotten a botch, but I got a 21. It, instead of accidentally giving him a bunch of extra blood <laughs> or whatever, um, Lenora, you start yanking out his medical tubes. This is very karmic because these, some of these tubes are the ones which take blood out of his body, which is used to make Equinox. Um, and you're the character who's been taking it all season. So it's very... Sure. No. <laughs> Gross. Still drinking it. Yuck. No, um, I'd be so strong though. All right, so you yank out the tubes on him, and he is going to take. First of all, he's going to get disadvantage on everything for a turn, um, and he's going to take. I just wanted to point out, I do use my power so that I can pull out multiple tubes at once. Yeah, so he takes seventeen damage. I'm just saying, you just raise your hands and then you yank them apart in different directions, and just tubes just go, sh- you know, ripping out of them everywhere. It's just like a magneto scene. So he takes uh, seventeen damage, and he is shook. Which is a status effect I just made up. (laughs) Um, All right. And it is Frank's turn. Frank, you just got fucking leveled with a blast of blood, but the the god of power is shook. 
Uh, I'm using my conduit power aura of vitality. Um, so I'm going to have my healing energy radiate from an aura of 30 feet around me, and I'm going to use it to try and regain 2d6 hit points. Uh, nice. Which I can do once per turn for, like, a while. So... <laughs> the rest of the combat. Okay, that's more than one health. Uh, and I can still attack this turn, right? I believe? No, that can be a, that's your bonus action. You can still cast a spell. Because that's the thing about conduits is that they're not spells. There's something special and different and extra. Okay. So I, I don't want them to just feel just like spells. So that's your bonus action. You can still cast a spell. Okay, I'm going to make one more attempt to cast Banishment on, on uh, Tube God. <laughs> Come on, Tube God. Let's, let's tube God. see you not be too charismatic this time, please. We can't call him Tube God. Tube yes, God. Yes, we can. Tube God. 13. Tubes for the Tube God. Uh, he is banished to a hut. Is he from this plane? Uh, it doesn't matter because he has something called a legendary action, uh, which means uh, there's certain abilities he can take using separate resources that normal characters don't have access to. One of them is when he fails a save, he can choose to succeed instead. So he does that. Well, okay, I used up one of those, I suppose. That is a finite resource, so that's not like a wasted turn. You, you have to chip away at those. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, you can only do that a certain number of times total, probably, so. Okay. Yeah, so you blast him again with GTFO, and you see, like, this wave of magic wash over him. He's actually pushed back, like, a couple inches, and he races against it. And you see, like, he gets, like, less solid. Mm. Like, he, you know, like a ghost is, like, translucent. And he starts to, like, fade out, and then through force of will and divinity, uh, wills himself back into existence. Must be nice. <laughs> and now it is Reese's turn. Reese, you are you've been stabbed a hundred times. Okay. So as Reese was running into this 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 swarm of Kraken Banes. God, this this fucking whole thing is so audacious and ballsy. I love you guys. <laughs> she was beginning to change. Like she was beginning to do the shape shift that normally kind of would associate her turning into a rat. But instead of getting smaller and smaller, she's getting bigger and bigger. And as she's kind of reaching that point, her art is kind of continuing to grow upon herself and where her, her, you know, front teeth would grow massive and large and kind of jagged and her, her fingernails would grow into just kind of claws. Uh, she's kind of drawing on top of them to give them more length, essentially almost like flicking like the paintbrush that is her conduit of art and almost like turning her nails into like 20 foot long nails, just enormous claws, essentially. As she dives into this, into her full transformed were-rat form. Hell yeah. And she is going to just essentially cast a spell that is basically just a, a bomb uh, sort of on top of her. She's going to cast a synaptic something. I static. lost the name of it. <laughs> synaptic static. Yeah. Synaptic static on top of herself. Uh-huh. And all the Kraken Banes have to try to make a save against it, essentially an intelligence save. Uh, let me double check. I think it's intelligence. Okay, so what does get turning into a full-on were-rat uh, give you in this instance? The main thing it's doing, because ultimately it would give kind of, I assume, natural weaponry sort of thing, uh, strengths that the more of what she's doing is Reese is creating, using her conduit of art, a bigger presence to herself by like embellishing the details taking what was already kind of a rabid and savage form and making it more imposing to draw the attentions of the kraken bane to her and to try to make it so that she can kind of create a big enough a presence 
that they can't get past her. Okay, so you so you're using your conduit of art to draw aggro. <laughs> yes. And I should also note she is without remorse intending to kill every single one of these. The tragedy continues. All right, intelligence saving throw? Uh yes. Unless their intelligence is two or lower, which I don't think is the case for these. Katarina wasn't that dumb. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm actually using Katarina's sheet. Oh, so they're dumb. Eight. That is not a save, so it's going to be... 15. Wow, man, these are some shit rolls. That was, that was a really... But that was 8d6, of, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 8d6, which, what, maximum theoretical, 48 damage, actual damage, 15. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, so at this point, um, when the first hail of gunfire, as Ed was shooting into the Krakomanes, I think he killed one, and this static blast uh, overwhelms the mind of another one, and it dies, like, you know, brain hemorrhages out as its mind is psychically static. So there's 98 Kraken Banes left, making progress. Uh, It's worth noting that those that, uh, even if they saved it against it, are having muddled thoughts for one minute, mm. and they subtract that roll from attack rolls or ability checks. But what I'm hoping is that with muddled thoughts, mm. these ones have more and more difficulty realizing that their attacks are wasted on trying to hurt Reese, mm. and she can continue to try to just... Because mm. what I'm just going to do next turn is just become a whirlwind of, of, <laughs> of death at that point, <laughs> and just start trying to like buzzsaw through them. The, 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 uh, the muddled thoughts uh, manifest as a D6 penalty on Attack rolls and ability checks and constitution saving throws. Nice. All right, Ed, it's your turn. Um, in the in the crowd, where at static on the on the stage, a god is having his tubes ripped out and uh, not being banished. Ed is just going to he's going to cast uh, haste on himself mm-hmm. and overclock himself, which he can do. So basically, now he's just got himself a lot of speed. His speed went from thirty feet to 80 feet now <laughs> and he is just going to r- do like a circle strafe move around the edge of the church as he then uses the the remaining two actions he has because he now has haste on himself to pull uh two shots against against the god against uh, luna 31 on the first attack hit uh 20 on the second attack hit 25 damage on that barrage as Ed and Martis are basically trying to draw uh, Luna's attention towards them as they circle towards him. All right, nice. Um, so now it is enemy's turn. Um, so first what's going to happen is the Kraken Banes are going to try to wrestle Reese to the ground. Um, there's a lot of them. So some of them are still stabbing ineffectively and they are muddled. So what's going to happen is I'm going to roll the... Uh, Advantage of them being outnumbering you is going to be disadvantaged by them being muddled and also minus six. So we're going to have a contest, uh, Chris. Okay. What kind of contest? Strength. Okay. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I forgot I was basing this on Katarina. So she's a dex based character. Strength is not going to avail me. Well, if it helps, I'm not much. Hey, 14, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Kraken Bane rolls six, you roll 14. So they, they're climbing all over you. It's like that fucking, um, what's that zombie movie where all the zombies make a like a scaffolding of bodies? A pile. Oh, the, the no, World War Z, where they climb yes. up the, the side of the Israel city, the same I forget. Yes, yes, yes. They World War Z all over Reese, and they are unable to pin you down because you are a hulking were-rat, and that fight continues. Can I 
Can I add that I throw one to the ground and stomp on its neck to kill it? Sure. There's I have reserves. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yes. Uh, and Luna um, is going to try a new tactic. One is, um, Ed, as you run around the edge of the stage, um, a Kraken Bane is going to, like, leap at you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Luna puppets one of them to stab you as you run by. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13. Misses. Nice. Do you do a sweet flip? Oh, I, actually, I got a better idea. Um, I like, like they spot they spot the crackerbane come out. Ed tosses the gut up. Martis crashes, uh, catches it, and then Ed just sort of like like Akito shoves him aside as they move on before getting the gun back from Martis. So nice. And so Luna tries another tact, which is he focuses on one of the crackerbanes. As we've seen, like the Equinox was a drug made from his blood the whole time. The whole point was to be able to control people who used it eventually or if it needed be. Um, that didn't work. <laughs> but he can control some of these people who have Luna's blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and he focuses on one of them and they explode. He suicide bombs one of the Kraken Banes um, on Reese. So that's going to be force damage, which you are not immune to. Uh, Reese dexterity saving throw as one of the Kraken Banes tackling you explodes. 16. That saves. Uh, so you're going to take half. It's basically akin to throwing a grenade in the pile and just letting it blow up. <laughs> the ultimate irony that the Katarinas have become grenades themselves. Yes. I actually didn't think of that, but yes. So one of the Kraken Banes explodes and the force uh, concusses you. Reese, you take 11 damage. Um, he can do that. Well, t- five damage. Yes, because you saved. So he could do that, and this could get pretty bloody and pretty nasty as like bone shrapnel flies through the audience. Well, it takes. A- I was gonna say it takes Kraken Bane's out as well, right? Yes, it does. And also, it looks like it took him a lot of focus. He's like bleeding from every orifice and just like out of wounds, like he's just pussing up. Like it takes all a- your tubes. Yes, all the tube holes. It seems like it hurt a lot. As that happens, boom! Kraken Bane's start exploding. Uh, the doors of the megachurch fly open. Ugh, I had a cool plan. And you hear a voice say, Oh, y'all are fucked now! And you see Rosen stroll in with two submachine guns <laughs> flanked by a squadron of mole folk. Are they here for me? I think they may be here for the god. They're here for Rat Girl, okay? They're not brainwashed, right? Rosen says, I bribed Blood Ball with two sandwiches and a Coke. And he said, you guys came down here. What's up? What's up? Fuck yeah. Rosen is a uh, humanoid, right? Rosen is a fire newt, which is a kind of lizard that can breathe fire. But like, but yes, yeah, he's is anthropomorphic. Yeah, okay, he's a humanoid. That's good. Um, And Rosen leading the mole folk uh, faction of the hospitality branch that you guys control they work for you they're your soldiers they love us you <laughs> you didn't tell them you were coming down here but blood maw is very suggestible he, he's a chaotic evil creature who just acts on instinct so he told them you were down here and rosen came to back you up because you guys are ride or die yes ride or die bitch all the mole folk have guns i love them they're all i mean this is this is the faction of the uh, hospitality branch that wanted to overthrow Memphis and who tried to kill Beatrice. So they are pretty dangerous, but they're working for you now. Um, They're all like, you know, drug dealers, drug enforcers, assassins, those types of people, like people that Daredevil beats up (laughs) mostly. Um, And all of them have guns 
and they just open up on the Kraken Banes. Sweet. And it is Lenora's turn. Lenora, your homie's here, and all your mole buddies are here, and they're going to start mowing down Kraken Banes for you. This is what you get for owning hospitality. Yay. Well, okay. That doesn't really affect my plan. It means you aren't going to get stabbed 97 times. Yes, I appreciate that a lot. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to cast on the big tube boy. (laughs) I have a name. (laughs) Nope, he's the tube man. (laughs) Not a tube. uh, I'm going to use one of my warlock features called Mire the Mind. Mm. And I'm going to cast Slow on Big Luna. Uh Uh-oh. So I got to make a save? What kind? Wisdom. All right. But doesn't he have disadvantage because I detubed him? You did. (laughs) 23, 23. Damn it, twice? No, what a waste of a spell slot. (laughs) I'm so excited. I've been like fucking doing a little fly hands for fucking months waiting to use this shit at a good time. I just fucking wasted a spell slot. Did you just cast Ligma? What? Lick my balls. <laughs> he got gut. Oh no, I got bullfed. Did you cast up dog? <laughs> uh. Frank, it's your turn. Okay, so another two D, another two D six healing on this turn. Uh-huh. Okay, five more health. That's good. That's good. We're getting somewhere. Uh. Frank is going to try and cast Immolation on Tube God. I've given up trying to call him by his name. Tubes for the Tube God! Uh, He's going to make a dexterity saving throw, which he ain't great at. No, he actually just cannot move. At nine! Uh, Yeah, that's not going to do it. So you're going to take 8d6 fire damage to start. We've got some other things to do afterwards. Uh, it uh, takes him several turns to recharge that blood beam. If you could ease up on the damage a little bit so I get to kill you, that'd be super cool. Okay, so that's 25 damage off the bat. Um, mm-hmm. Also, let's let's get into what else it does. Um, the, the tube god is now wreathed in fire. Um, <laughs> it sheds a bright light for about 30 foot. You know, that's fine. And at the end of each of its turns, it has to do that dexterity save again, and it might take another 46 fire damage every turn until it, it beats me in a dex contest. Oh my, is he going to die in a funeral pyre while people call him Two Boy? Oh god, <laughs> if he, it also, if he's killed by this, uh, he's going to be turned to ash, so... Uh... Alright, and it is Reese's turn. Reese, uh, the hospitality branch people are going to take care of the Kraken Banes if you want. You can stay fighting them if you want, but that is the bonus you guys got for taking control of hospitality, so you don't have to stay there if you don't want. kind of want to. I kind of want to murder all of them. Feels very fitting. Very thematically fitting. It's very Yeah, it's very cathartic to just sort of like... So here's, here's all I'll, I'll start with. So I'm going to use one of my College of Glamour's powers, which I haven't used to this point, which is called Mantle of Inspiration. And it's something that I can do as a bonus action just by expending one of my Bardic Inspiration powers. And I grant myself a wondrous appearance. So not only am I flaming monstrous, uh, you know, were-rat, I am now immaculately monstrous flaming were-rat, essentially. And all my allies, basically, I don't know if I can count Rosen and all them allies from the distance they're at, but the rest of the party... Well, I'll get eight temporary hit points and can immediately use their reaction to move up to their speed without provoking opportunity attacks. So give them a little bit of health. Nice. And give you guys a chance to, like, position yourself in different places if you want. 
I keep the health. Gonna stick my boot in his tube holes. Um, no. Ed will take that and move, um, <laughs> and move sixty feet to get into better positioning towards, towards big boy, and and also and as with other fights, intentionally position himself so that he has to choose to either attack Ed solely or everyone else. So, and for my action, I'm going to have Reese cast animate objects, and I'm going to have her animate. The t- like the row of pews to either side of her to essentially like stand them up and try to create walls that the Kraken Banes would run into and then be within just range of gunfire because they can't get over it. They're not expecting to have to jump over it that way. All right. So I don't need to make any rolls for that, right? No, because technically what I do is I would turn them into minions. And they have different stats and it's a whole bunch of like number crunch nonsense. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying that these pews are going to be like, no, and they're going to try to prevent them from from moving on past us all right so we'll say for the role-playing consequences you're going to minimize mole folk casualties mm-hmm. there by frustrating the kraken banes please save my round furry boys uh, and now it is ed's turn i've moved out the uh, the rest of the party the non-risk party because of that uh mantle of inspiration so now you guys aren't in range to all be killed by a single blood blast so that's good you know there's sort of like a finger guns moment like Mardis is, as Maychance gives sort of finger guns towards the face of Saint Luna and drops Hunter's mark on him, essentially saying, The gods are all supposed to be dead. I guess I might be the one to help finish the job. <laughs> and then he's gonna unleash three attacks against Luna. Twenty one, uh eighteen for the second? Uh no. They so he only get hit, he only hits once? That's fine. Uh, you hit those three d six plus six damage. That's eighteen damage. As Ed continues to basically just like kite back and forth to draw attention slash distraction tactics, as he stays fairly close to the god. All right, and now it is Luna's turn. He is going to focus on Ed. Sure. All right. So you you run up onto the stage, get into like you know. What's the word I'm looking for? Like execution style, basically. You're about yeah. to finish him off, and he's going to uh, swat at you with his big claws, the same ones he used to kill Solomon. Yep. 25, 18, 14. The first one hits, the second two misses. Nine, as he swats you with his big claw. Not a lot. Bad rolls. Uh, we'll take the nine damage, and I, and I reserve concentration, so Ed still has... Yep, hit, the hunter's mark still res, uh, persists, so... Oh, oh, before you finish, Luna's turn finishes. Uh, you've got to do a deck save. Deck save. Oh, gosh. Come on. He's so old. <laughs> One! Okay, that that does not save. Uh, you're going to take another 4d6 fire damage. He is going to use one of his legendary actions to choose to save on that so he does not die on this turn. Okay, uh, and... He is saved, which means that the flames go out, I believe. Yes. All right. He, he summons the last reservoir of his godly power and wills the fire to be snuffed out, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, tube man. Um, I, uh, one of the Kraken Banes is going to stab Lenora. That's so rude. Nine. Ha, <laughs> suck it. Nope. Nope. All right. Yeah. So a Kraken Bane runs at you with its harpoon. Lenora, what do you do? Uh, can I kick him in the gut? Sure. I'm going to kick him in the gut. 
right, you kick him in the gut. He doubles over. He's like, oh, you suck. And then you suck. <laughs> Rosa just walks up and shoots him in the back of the head. Thanks, homie. <laughs> Ride or die, bitch. Yeah, we do like we we daps do the daps. So. Dap it up, yeah, yeah, those things. And Lenora, it's your turn. All right, big boy, that is a Constitution saving throw because I'm gonna cast Blight from thirty feet away. Sixteen. Uh. Save. He saves. No, my two spell slots were useless. <laughs> you still did a lot of damage. Blight does a ton of damage. That's true. Uh, I believe that's 98. 20. 20. Suck on that. All right. So, Lenora, you start, what do you play your, do you have a Blight song? Uh, uh, for some reason, I imagine it as like the lead up to The Joker and the Thief <laughs> by Wolfmother. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, and as this uh, necrotic energy washes over him, he just starts vomiting blood on the stage. Oh, I think, I think we think that may have done something boys it's very bad for him uh frank it's your turn luna does not look good and the mole folk are beginning to overwhelm the kraken bane okay um bless these moles i'm gonna try and cast a lightning bolt on 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 the god so let me just find my what what do i roll for that 19 how he can't move? Did he just like move an inch to the left or something? You still you still take half damage, so that's uh let me do my eight d six. It's more about it's like Frank didn't quite hit him dead on. So he got Did he like do a little shimmy? <laughs> I like to think he just leaned to the right a little bit. You still take thirteen. Alright, the lightning slams into him, his body's electrified, and the heat and the uh pressure pop one of his eyeballs with a sickening squish. Oh, that's gross. And let's see. As a reaction to that, um, he's going to blast blood at Ed. Dexterity saving throw, Ed. I missed 15. Oops. No. Yep. All right. Uh, Ed is unconscious. All right. Uh, With uh, the last gasps of Luna's life as you know his eye explodes he's vomiting out blood he's dying before you all he summons up uh what little power he has left and uses a torrential spout of blood to blast ed off the stage and he slams into the wall crumples into a heap on the floor um and reese it's your it's your turn um luna has one eye no guts uh on fire ed is in a puddle of blood unconscious Molefolk and Kraken Banes are fighting. Lenora and Rosen are dapping. Okay, I thought we already finished dapping, but... I, they're just doing it for, like, a full turnaround. We, don't, don't tell me you don't have, like, an eight-second long dapping sequence with Rosen, okay? Rosen has to do a new dap after every kill. It's the rules. Okay. Yeah. Moral support. So is 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 the wave of Krakenborn basically more or less gone at this point? Krakenborn. Kraken whatever. Yeah, with your uh, anime objects, they're, the Molefolk are going to win. Okay. Yes. It's not over yet, but they're going to win. It sounded like you said with your anime objects. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's what it is. I basically turned the pews into the fucking uh, yeah. Beauty and the Beast-like objects that just like jump through the crowd hurting people. They all start singing Be Our Guest. <laughs> no, more or less. Yeah, sure. Why not? Whatever Disney song you'd like, they're singing it. Uh, I want to look down to one of the Kraken Bane, uh, and for the... The, the case of style, I'm going to say it's the one that they initially talked to. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's one that's not quite dead yet. 
Yeah, I definitely like it being Kraken Bane Prime, the one that killed Professor Blackwood and uh, Inspector William Graves. And Reese is going to start to transform back a little bit, like she, her her wear rat features are disappearing a little bit enough to at least give her uh, human eyes or elf eyes. But uh, as she looks as Kraken born Kraken Bane Prime in the eyes and says, "Every part of you needs to disappear from this world." And then she's going to drive her sword through the neck of that creature mm. and then head over to try to heal it. All right. So you slam your cosplay sword yes. through Kraken Bane Prime um, and you guys lock eyes. And in a Katarina-esque voice, Kraken Bane says, Reese. And like tries to put a hand on the side of your face and says, Remember. Emotional blackmail. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a sword through the throat at this point. So you just pull it out and walk away? You don't even humor? Uh, hmm, try to think of it as It's angry. definitely a gurgle, but yeah, it's trying yeah. It's trying to emotionally blackmail you. Because it, it does remember what Katarina remembered, so it's pulling on like genuine emotions, but it's not the same person. I'm trying to think of it as a cool line I want to say as I walk away. Uh... Get fucked, skank cannon. <laughs> okay. uh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm trying to think of like a phrase. Uh, get fucked, skank cannon. You can't top I, get I, fucked, I, skank cannon. We might as well move on. I, I, I mean, I was going to say, I, I thought it was going to be more poignant, like it's time for you to sail line or something else, you know, something more poignant, but you know. You know what? I, here's here's the line I'll say. So as she's, she's done that, she's walking away. Uh, Katarina gargles out the line. Last thing Reese will say to her is, I'm disappointed in you. Oh, fuck. Then I go heal. Then, then go heal it. So you use your action to attack. Do you have a bonus action to heal Ed? Uh, I don't, but I can try to heal him on my next turn. All right. So, Ed, it's your turn. You got to make a death saving throw. Cool. All right. Time for the D20 to see here. Uh, I save. So, uh, succeed. So, that's one success. Nice. Uh, and now it is enemy's turn. Uh, Ka- Krakenbanes are going to attack Lenora as she's dapping. Opinion <laughs> that. These rude motherfuckers just attacking people while they're dabbing. 12, 12, 9. Suck it, suck it, suck it. All right. Tell me what happens. Three harpoon-wielding murderers run at you. I mean, the dap sequence has got to have, like, some, Yeah, like, we just dap them away. Dips and some other motions, you know? Yeah, there's some dips and, like, you know, some other moves, and they're just stabbing through the air as they're just moving right out of the way. Yeah, so, like, they keep flying over us like it's some kind of comedy. There, there's, a, there's a point where Rosa and Lenora, like, hook, hook, ankle, like, hook uh, legs and hop around in a circle, maybe, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, every time Lenora dodges, Rosen shoots. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, I love Rosen. And you have to keep on dapping. Yeah, keep on dapping. Every kill. Yeah, we're doing like the thing, the like woogie, woogie, woogie uh, rocket power thing. Oh my God, Squid, can you not? Oh, geez. That's a reference. Hello, I was a kid in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, so that was with the last of uh, Luna's strength commanding the Kraken Banes, uh, and it's going to make one of them explode uh, on Lenora as well, because... No, the lightning was Frank. Uh, so f- actually, Luna is going to make one of the Kraken Banes explode on Frank. Frank, dexterity saving throw. Eight. Thirteen damage. Oops. Okay, I'm still alive. I'm good. Are you? 
Yeah, I had 22 health. Nice. I thought Frank was toast. No, no. I, I, I got that bonus eight from uh, from Reese before. Brought me up to 22. Oh, the mantle of inspiration. I'm helping. You are. I've been healing myself <laughs> like 2d6 every turn for a while, and I got a bonus eight. I'm good. All right. You get hit by bone shrapnel, which is grotesque, but you survive. Um, and it is Lenora's turn. He dead yet? He is dying. He throws up what looks like a lung. <laughs> One eye. Oh, I want to murder him. Mm-hmm. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just afraid that he might just throw up more on Ed while he's laying there. All right, I'm out of spell slots, <laughs> so. <laughs> Warlock. Oh, can I, uh, what can I do to him then? Is there something big I can Smack throw? him with his cables. Can I throw his lung back in his face? <laughs> it's not a magnetic object. It's not like metals, though. It's anything. Whip, whip, him, whip him in the ass with his cables. All right, then I'm going to throw a... Then I want to throw a pew at Big Luna. You want to throw a pew? A church pew. All right, make an attack roll. Pew, pew. Uh, that's with my charisma, correct? Mm, yep, your spell attack roll. And I have advantage because I'm in a rage. 23, suck it. Um. How much damage does a piece of wood do? <laughs> uh, 2d10. That's what I've been using for all of your charisma stuff. <laughs> Six damage. Is that enough to kill him? Pay me a word picture. This is gross. Can I? How? I okay. I'm. This I, is your moment, Lenora. Kill a god. I'm gonna kill a god again. Fucking! I kill all the gods. How do you kill a god with a pew? Uh, I'm gonna shove it through his eye. <laughs> like a fucking badass. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking sh- like a spike to the brain. I'm gonna uh, shoot it right through his other eye because he already lost one eye. All right, so you use your conduit of magnetism to throw a pew. It slams into his one remaining eye. Blood spurts all around it, and you just keep shoving it in slowly. It pops and squirts, like the way that Luna died, Solomon Luna. Uh, just like yeah, being... he gets squished and squashed and <laughs> squashed. You squash his brain out of his eye hole as you shove a pew inside his head. Who's the god now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are his last words? Bofa, these nuts. As he dies, he just gurgles out, As long as you work, you worship me. You dead, bitch. <laughs> um, gunshots, 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 gunshots. Silence. Oh, I thought we were doing gunshot, gunshot, cash register noise. Yeah. All I want to do is psh, 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 and kill a god. <laughs> the last god is dead. Good. Fuck him. You're welcome. Ed. Uh-huh. You're sticky as hell, bro. Uh-huh. What, uh, what kind of, uh, consequences do you have from being hit with a waterfall of blood so hard you flew across the room and slammed into the wall? Um, I ha- I don't know yet. I have no idea. I will say that any attempt to heal Ed will result in him not coming to for the time being. Ooh. So you're making a choice to remain unconscious? Yes. Ooh, interesting. Can I clean him up? <laughs> I'm gonna use prestidigitation to make him a little less sticky. Uh, you're all very sticky. Are you gonna clean everybody, Lenora? Yeah, it's a cantrip, bitch. Nice. Uh, so, Lenora, uh, you start cleaning people. Rosen finishes off the last couple of Kraken Banes, just execution style, pop, pop. Um, just like standing over them, like, what's good? What's good? 
<laughs> I love Rosen. <laughs> Just stunting on the bodies. What do you guys do? Uh, the mole folk are like cleaning up, checking their ammo, milling about. Raises for everyone. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, is there any sign in here of? Because Luna was supposedly able to like predict everyone's movements and what they were going to do. Mm. Is there any sign of like how this was done? Is there like some tech around? I love that question. I was going to make you roll investigation, but Frank figured it out. So, after it is clear that all the enemies are dead, you check behind the stage, there is a door. You find a room that looks very familiar. It looks almost exactly like the Project Eternity room you found in Fort Splendor. There are ten big glass containers full of liquid. But instead of the bodies of the Crown Corp executives, which were the wetware or biological computers for the algorithm, you see there are nine giant lizards. These are Semuanya's children. The nine of them are, they're dead. They're, they're in a kind of uh, vegetative state. They will never wake up. They're dead for all intents and purposes. There's no medical or magical technology that will ever get them to become conscious again. But he was keeping them in the kind of cryostasis uh, to be the uh, to be the computer that is running the predictive algorithm that allows Luna to have such a grip on Valentine. Smash it! I would assume that with this, this basically, if we can keep this in control, we have media. At this point, like, there's no, not really any taking media away from us now. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested in knowing the cover story you give to the public. Maybe that's like a after credit scene. But no, I don't I don't see any way for anyone to take this from you. Um, I should just want, I want to clarify, when Samoanya died, St. Luna was not the only child that he used his powers to to summon. That St. Luna was just the one who survived the longest. Mm. And as his siblings died, as the orphans of Semuanya died, um, he was trying to figure out a way to keep them alive, which is part of Project Eternity. It was, yes, a money-making scheme to make all the citizens of Valentine be slaves, uh, but it was also the, the mind transfer technology also would have let them all be immortal. For free, of course. But So you realize that the, the whole Project Eternity thing, you were told like three arcs ago, which was applying to the board of crown also applied to this cabal of the last living gods. Uh, nobody else, but Solomon knew that he just told them it was for them. He told the other more members of the board, all the science was for them while it was secretly for these people. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. All right. So that's what you find. You guys now control media. Basically, we'll have to, you know, there'll have to be like a statement to the press later of how that happened. You can't say there was a god. Or maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe maybe you do the Iron Man ending or you just tell the truth. Did we just win the game? <laughs> um, Aaron's still up to some shit. Ah, uh, that fuck boy. Also, Ed's unconscious and not waking up. Do we know how to use this? This biological can predict what everyone's going to do computer. Is this like type in person's name and question mark and we can work shit out? Good question. Um, I think you'd have to use a, make an intelligence check to figure out if you can use it. Uh, 20. Um, Lenora, do you feel any sort of way about having the blood of this gods flowing through your veins? It's pretty metal. <laughs> also, that's what, by the way, that's what you are. You're aware, god. Ah, oh, I'm so cool. That's, that's what's going on. 
Um, also, the reason I exp explained the feeling of being a Nox as the same as the feeling of connecting to the world of forms is because gods are just conduits. Like, that, it's just the same thing, that's why. They're just a big old conduit. So, uh, 1920, you guys succeed. Um, yes, you know how to figure out, you figure out how to use this algorithm. It only works on Valentine's citizens, though, because it's based on their internet browsing habits, their bank account, their uh, employment history, all that information. I want to see if it predicted what just happened. <laughs> There's no way, right? No, no, it predicted that you guys would be overwhelmed by 100 Kraken Banes and killed, or, or no, taken alive, and then you would be uploaded, which would kill you. And then they'd use your, they'd print new versions of you who are obedient and then use you as spokesmen to promote this plan to replace all the workers in Valentine with obedient slaves. Good thing that we're all complete and utter fools who don't know what the heck we're doing and do totally irrational things for no reason. Once again, winging it has won the day. Um, can we use this to, to work out... A, can we use this on Aaron? No, he's not a Valentine citizen. Can we use this to work out why Ed isn't waking up? No. Oh, no, there's no way you could. Okay. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean the part of the problem is that Ed... Ed has always been anomalous in the system in the first place because of the fact that there's two people in Ed and one of them, you know, it's oddly situated here. This is a good time to mention part of the reason the algorithm really didn't work on the team. Um, it sort of did. But the reason you guys were so unpredictable and ultimately won was because the system can't account for Martis. Mm, nice. It throws off all the calculations um, like the whole thing at the Supreme Court and this whole fight. It, the system just doesn't think the way he thinks. So it's like there's just a decimal point off, which is why Luna could never just know exactly. Like he couldn't just like put a sniper somewhere and just kill you all without trying, right? There's just something off. That's what it is. You figure that out with the system. I'm just going to say that now. That's why. Love to murder all the gods every season. <laughs> I that got, Did that fight feel dangerous? Because I was that was like the toughest fight I've ever made. Really? Because I felt really good the whole time. Uh, when you did all but one of my health points in a single <laughs> attacker's damage. <laughs> it's the most confident I've felt in a fight. I felt like I actually knew what the fuck I was doing in terms of like how to make my character do damage. Yeah, like I felt like... And knew what I was doing. I was very, I was very sad that I didn't get to kill the squishy god. So, um, I'll let me to propose something. If anyone is looking at Ed, um, you can roll an investigation check. Uh, Frank, Frank's gonna come back out and look at him after done with the computer. So, what's my investigate? Fifteen. That's not high enough. Sixteen. Nope. Twenty-six. Okay. Um, <laughs> Frank is the only one who's able to kind of notice this. So, so Ed seems non-responsive, but his eyes, um, are not completely blank. Um, think of it as like an LCD display that is turned on, but there's no information being displayed on it, but there's still the same backlight of it. And you can basically see what is amounting to that sort of light flicking on and off rapidly. Um, the eyes are still just solid black to you. You're seeing almost like the faintest of grays flickering on and off in the eyes while the body remains otherwise station uh, motionless. Is there, a not, is there an internet connection? Can Frank Google Warforged Eye Flicker Diagnostic? <laughs> what does this error code mean? Uh, there is no internet connection down here. Uh, 
In fact, uh, Rosen says, like, we'll clean up the bodies and break the machines and stuff if you guys want to, like, head out. Like, we we won, y'all. Raises for everyone who fought here today. Pew, pew. Frank is going to clue the others in on the eye flashing. Just carry carry him out. Keep an eye on him. Tuck him in. I mean, you do ha- you do have Beyblade to help carry his body, so yeah. So I'll, I'll summon the Beyblade into to carry, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep an eye on him the whole time we take him through. All right, so Frank, you summon the Beyblade. Uh, you put Ed's unconscious body on it, and you guys are going to leave Old Valentine, go back through the tunnels, and back up to the surface. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys want to talk about anything on the way? A lot just happened. Um. So I killed a god. Yeah. I, I know we went in, like, not wanting bloodshed again, but I was messed up what he was doing, right? Oh, yeah. No, fuck that guy. Yeah, mon- monetizing people's fear of death is um a mildly terrifying thing, to put it lightly. Usually, I feel like if I did a murder, I'd feel bad, <laughs> but I feel pretty righteous. <laughs> Like, the spirit of justice is flowing through my veins. Maybe that's the apparently god blood I have. I'm just glad that we're in a position where there's not someone bigger than us trying to kill us. Right, as of now, I mean... it's It's been a while since that's felt like that's the case. At least till we get back home and have to explain everything, I feel relatively stress-free. Yeah, there's still the whole... I guess we... Control the country right now. No pressure. Yeah, wing, winging it has got us here, but mm, winging it with millions of people's lives on the line. Yeah, that's. I I don't think we wing that. Hey, uh, Reese, how you doing over there? You know what we're gonna have to do, or what will have to happen. At some point, everyone's gonna have to deal with the fact that Alistair's gonna come back and take back control of administration. And with it, all the subsidiaries that we gathered underneath Well, it. wasn't the whole point that um, Ed did a whole thing with paperwork where, uh, you know, the longer this went on, the more uh, we were legally going to be in control of that company. Also, we control media. We, I guess, now have the ability to just... We're probably going to have to have a conversation about Alistair at some point. I, I do think that Alistair is a pretty reasonable person. She's not going to attack you with her gavels. like She just wants a vacation in Florida. Yeah, I, so that's going to be a scene at some point. Uh, where's the party right now, you think? Walking through the tunnels on their way back to the trains, the train, the subway tracks. As the party basically gets back to kind of where the session opened... Um... <laughs> oh yeah, the fucking Droney Maloney comes around the corner. I know how to deal with the Droney Maloney. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm just going to walk up to it, and if it shoots me, I'm just going to keep walking up to it, uh-huh. and then I'm going to draw an off switch on it and push it. <gasps> oh, that's so cute! <laughs> I love it. All right, so now you have a, you have an unconscious Droney Maloney. He's taking a nap. Night. We'll reprogram him later. As you pass that point, then the heads on Ed's body start to move a bit, and... It seems that he is finally rousing a bit after all that. Hey, buddy. Ed looks over to you, and his eyes are solid blue. And he glances at you for a long moment before glancing around a bit. 
And then you just hear in uh, Mardis's voice, Where's Ed? Uh, is he not in your body? Um, as far as I can tell, no. Did we lose him? Your eyes were flickering a bit. Trying to try to wake him up, but but I couldn't. Oh no! Um, as you guys get to the subway tracks, uh, all of your phones start flipping out. Hundreds of messages, just the thousands of notifications. Everyone you've ever met is sending you notifications. What they say? That they're all just links to this live stream that's happening right now. What is the live stream of? Uh, you click on the link and it opens up and it's mid-sentence. Aaron of Aaron Aeronautics standing in front of his Einsoft in the middle of the desert. And he's like just on a spiel. He's been broadcasting for a while. And he says, Solomon Luna does not write the articles that fill your newspapers. Richard Sharp does not make the deals that move the finances around your country. Beatrice Beauregard does not work shifts in her sweat factories. And Alistair does not write the laws. Who decides how Valentine functions? Who decides who is rich and who is poor? Who decides what you deserve? Today, you will decide. Oh boy. And you see behind him the Einsoft lights up. And as the sandstorm moves in behind him and begins to overtake him standing there, you see there's a brilliant flash of white light. Um, and the sensation that you all had when you were all hooked up to it begins to come back in your memory bubble up. And you are all overwhelmed by this otherworldly power that sweeps first across the desert and then across Valentine. You feel it even in the subway tunnel. Oh boy. And the, the stream goes just pure white for like several moments before fading back in. And you see where there was an iron soft, a computer in the shape of a tree. There is now floating in the sky, several miles long, a enormous breadth of earth to a layer of concrete and then up into a cityscape because floating in the center of the Valentine Desert is Valentine itself. Both cities stacked one on top of the other pulled into this reality by the Einsoft. It is the form of this city, the expression that Aaron has been working all season to perfect, drawing it into this world. And he says, Deep within this, Valentine itself, there lay a vault, the soul of your city. Claim it and show the whole world what you deserve. So we have to steal a whole city. And the sandstorm envelops him and the city as the stream cuts off. Let's go steal back our city, I guess. I can't think of a better way to end the episode. That's the last heist. You have to steal Valentine itself. Oh, gosh. Jesus Christ. Fucking mad. You madman. You'll believe it's morning.
Lauren, Austin, credits, love to credit, August 2018, god damn it's already more than halfway through the year, what the fuck, you're welcome, please no, I did it, I'm taking credit, also credits, music, for August 2018, we have a overclocked remix, Geofractura, an arrangement of Fault Zone from Echo the Dolphin, The Tides of Time. I love we, Echo the Dolphin. I do love Echo the Dolphin, too. It's so hard. It's Im- impossible, actually. Uh, also, Cream, Phonics remix mm. by the Wu-Tang Clan, and Back in the Game, the Phonics remix by the Wu-Tang Clan. Of course, everyone knows this season's all about the cash, and now it's almost over. We're at the end. Are you excited? I'm excited like every season it's like oh this is too much time for casual laughing with buds for the first couple episodes but Mm -hmm. I also miss uh, my characters at the end of every season so it's like Mm -hmm. bittersweet. Lenora is very good very is your most OC of OCs but also the highest body count so I'm keeping an eye on you. I'm not, no, I'm just a marshmallow. Uh-huh. All right, executive producers for August. It's a weird month, A, because Patreon had a bunch of updates and stuff, and a bunch of the credit cards got canceled, so if you're not on the list, I apologize. Fuck you, Patreon. <laughs> uh, I promise I was not my fault, but I, I have the list they have garnished me with. It's also an alphabetical order for the first time that I'm aware of, so that's another fun little wrinkle. Um, You want to start reading them? Executive producers for August 2018 are A Flaming Horse's Batoot, <laughs> Aki Savalainen, Albert West, Andrew Birmingham, Andrew Fallu, Conduit of Mediocrity Itself, Andrew Grothen, Anna, Anna Michael, Anthony Sever, Arjun Koning, Arna Helgadotir, Artemis BJJ Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in Bristol, August Rue, Bloody Roar Needs Pangolins, it does. I also need pangolins. <laughs> Brady Warner. <laughs> Fuck Brent. According to all law- known laws of aviation, there's no way a B and then it cuts off because you ran out of characters, you sadistic bastard. <laughs> I want to know what the B can't do. It's the it's the, it's the script of B movie. It's the first line of oh, the script to B movie. I've never seen that and I will continue to do that. Okay. Continuing. Cameron Abbas. <laughs> Carter Rayner. Christopher Charlow. Cody Jackson. Counterfeith. Daniel Stashik. Don. Dennis Bangston. Ten- Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Devin Smith. Douglas Williamson. Dr. Tao. Dr. Goatman. There's a lot of doctors. I've got a very well read. Some of, some of our listeners are geniuses, and some of them love B movie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Getting Brent. Dylan. Uh, Einar Johansson. Ecorin. Elderly Goose. Eleanor Nanante sees Periton. Aline. No, it's Aline! Aline! And Diego Van Dane. Erwan Lilagadik. I think that, that sounds like a hero from Celtish folklore. It does. Exos. Exilaris. Five purple wands. Florian H. You have to say Florian H. Finger guns, finger guns, finger guns. You have to hear the finger guns. I'm getting so dunked on this morning. I didn't <laughs> fuck anything up, I don't think, yet. Francois V. Garrett. Grimlock. Harley Astor. Harrison Andrew. Hedron Master. Hustle Bones. I'm a pretty kitty full of snuggles and violence. 
<laughs> Aren't they all? Yeah. Ingmar Gremmen. Ionis Soy My Name. Love it. Nicolopoulos. Isaac Arevalo. Jack Clo. Like the Clo cards? Jadakins, and then a ASCII picture That's of a dick. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming a mile away and it still got me somehow. <laughs> James Neely. Janiac, form of tripping your face off. Wow, big mood. Mm-hmm. Jasper Singh. J. Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Mm. Jeff Clark. Jerry, herself. Jesse Young. Joaquin Groening. John Potts. John Barnett. Joseph Tombrello. Josh Mosier. Joy Fox. Juman Jack. Julian Phillips. Junk 2.0. Just a Jester. Justin Berthasel. Conduit of Ooh itself. <laughs> Big same. <laughs> now that p- totally puts to bed the theory that it's supposed to be a face. Because how would I pronounce it if it was a face? It's ooh woo. Ooh woo. <laughs> it's a face and an emotion. Uh huh. Jorgen, conduit of name butchering Winework Ford. Caster UK. Kiefer Lowe. Ken Fersel. Kevin Dobbins. Killer Cotton Shizno. Kitty Foe. Criterion. Lana Seawolf. Las Cruz. Levy, the young continent of not mad, just disappointed. Oh. Oh, we've all been there. Yeah. Lindsay Pankhurst. Lauren Cates. Luke Powers. Mmm, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> You looked at that and you said, mm, Joe, and not M. Joe, as if it was an initial I, first name. I thought it would be funny. Oh, Madison Lilith McKenzie. Major Tim. A cult of Gorfanax. Matthew B. Hare. Matthew Weber. Matthew Lackett. Majin. Melissa Booker. Melissa Nielsen. Mel Tish. Marissa Donaldson. Michael Hall. Miko from Finland. Morgan Rapp. Nicholas Dominic. Uh, Niels... June Ina Joret, I'm so sorry. Noah Sudret. Notorious Stoltz. Paul Mullen. Possum Kingdom Refugee, come to my house. No, we need to go to the Possum Kingdom. That's true, I do love the Possum, but why are they refugees? Is it a terrible kingdom? It's just, it's too much food. Oh, they love their garbage. (laughs) Uh, Primordial Orc. Pruitt Holcomb. Puck. Quench the Void. Random Web Person. Razumi Yazura. Rainer, the conduit of being stoned. No, it's me. Robert Dakin. <laughs> Ryan Brown. Salad child. <laughs> Samantha is meing in Tallahassee rain. I don't, know, I don't know what that means. Samantha, are you here? What are you doing? Oh, no. Samantha. Sarah Stone. Scott Cummings. Scotty Vilhard. Sean Lyons-Burke. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Sevard Nakrasimova. Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Stay tuned. Sweaty Cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little status update on the cucumber. Sydney Marzing. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Podcast Credits Edition. See, they said they ported it to every platform, but now it's true. It wasn't true until it was in a podcast credits. Thank you. Oh no, the ghost of Professor Blackwood. You know, you know I had to do it to him. The Hadsels. The most wise guru. <laughs> Paladin's wife. Toby Gleason Stack. Toshir Kuru. Shaynus. Vigor Arnston. Victoria Melito. Vizzy Huggles. Wayne Hodgins. Birthday July 30th. Dang, happy <laughs> birthday, bro. Just snug a little birthday wish in there for yourself. That's fun. Ziphosaurus. Yam! Z. 
23,619. You didn't like the way I did it last time. How did you like it that time? Jean Valjean's number in Les Mis is two. No, wait. I thought it was. Never mind. Oh, no. You thought you had a reference and it's not the right reference. Oh, God. No, my brain did it bad. I literally thought this. Now that we're far enough into it, I can reveal. I thought this was going to be the Les Mis season. I literally thought that it was just going to be like barricades in the street at some point. Do you hear the Sneeple sing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. What else do we do with this part? We talk about animals. Oh, no. Sketch.bandcamp. Yeah, sketch.bandcamp. Sketch.bandcamp. Band comp. Bandcamp. Comp. Comp. <laughs> I can't word. Uh-huh. Chris Larios at patreon.com slash weekly manga recap. That's where he weekly manga recaps. Uh, Laura, kotaku.co.uk. Lauren Rargalicious on Twitter. Oh, that's me. That is you. I am patreon.com slash austinorski. Um, as I said, Patreon's being weird, so it, help. Please help. I'm dying. We're all dying, but dying. I'm double dying now because the website did bad. Um, what else? Anywhere on Podbean, Google Play, YouTube. We're probably places I don't even know, but if you just do the things that you're allowed to do there, just click all around. Just, just click on stuff. See what feels right. I don't know. Algorithms? Yeah. Love to click. You gotta click, really. Um, that's it, right? Yeah. Thanks to all the cats and dogs listening. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. I met a new cat recently. Yeah, you're like obsessed with her and you hate my cats all of a sudden. Her name's Penelope and she's a princess and your cats are goblins. Fuck off! Your cats are goblins. Penelope is a perfect lady, a princess, a queen. I stand for this queen. You're a goblin! Got you in bed with a goblin. Kissing goblins? Kissing goblins. Goblin vomit.